Worthy Therapy explores the intersection of mental health and identity in the Black, queer, and athletic communities. Dr. Kiyasha Worthy, a licensed psychologist, uses her humaneness to relate to the listeners by targeting an audience she identifies with, and she answers the question, how do I know if and when therapy is needed? Welcome back to Worthy Therapy. I'm your host, Dr. Kiyasha Worthy. In today's episode, we will discuss emotional exhaustion. As usual, I will use storytelling to help make the topic a bit more relatable. We will look at the life of Aaron, a fictional character I created for educational purposes. The story is not based on actual events. Aaron is a 34-year-old Black non-binary sales representative from a small rural town. Despite starting the year feeling empowered, hopeful, and more accepting of themselves, they had a hell of a year regarding emotions. Over the last five years, they've struggled with their identity, constantly feeling like something was off, whether it was how their clothes fit or how others perceived them in social settings. They felt like they were playing a role that wasn't aligned with how they felt internally. Even more so, they noticed how much this feeling impacted their mood, ability to concentrate, energy level, sleep, and constant dread. They always looked stressed according to their friends. However, Aaron began to feel more affirmed after joining a local support group for non-binary and queer individuals, a recommendation of their therapist. At first, Aaron was against his suggestion. Their family and community are very religious and traditional. The only gay person they knew was this kid they went to high school with, and he left shortly after graduating because of the backlash he received from the town. Over the last four months, Aaron has gradually shared his newfound identity with loved ones and others, first starting with social media, then friends, and most recently, his youngest sister, 27. Despite feeling safe with her and being their best friend, her response was not what Aaron expected. She spewed quotes from the Bible, threatened to tell their very religious parents, and has completely withdrawn. Aaron is conflicted. They began the year feeling affirmed and confident, and now are experiencing shame, guilt, and remorse for disappointing their sister. Since the conversation with their sister, Erin has felt sluggish, reported constant body aches, forgetfulness, decreased motivation, and is easily angered and depressed. Sadly, this is a familiar feeling. As we zoom out, we see two different areas worth exploring, identity and emotional exhaustion. However, for this episode, we will focus on the latter. Specifically, we will discuss Aaron's symptoms before and after the conversation with their sister. Whether patients label it as that or not, emotional exhaustion is a common complaint in my work. I define it as chronic stress that drains our capacity for negative emotional experiences. Have you ever felt tired after an argument, a tense conversation, or supporting a friend during a difficult time? I have. Whether intended or not, a transference of energy often depletes you, leading to taking physical distance, a nap, or doing something restful to rejuvenate. You are refueling your emotional capacity tank. However, when there is constant stress, like in Aaron's case, eventually the tank becomes empty. That is what I call emotional exhaustion. Aaron courageously tried to fill their tank with more positive experiences, such as being in therapy, finding a support group, and sharing with social media and friends. However, their family's perception of him seemed to have a lot of space in his tank. 
This explains why their initial response to their sister was emotional exhaustion. Before jumping into strategies, let's review some possible causes of emotional exhaustion. In simplistic terms, it is a consequence of constant stress, including work, interpersonal, and intrapersonal. People experience it at varying levels. For example, some need to rest or isolate, while others are more high-functioning. They continue to operate while feeling exhausted. To prevent or decrease emotional exhaustion, we first must identify triggers in our environment that lead to stress. For some, that is work. For others, it may be specific relationships, or it may be like Aaron, an identity concern. Secondly, we want to find ways to alleviate the particular stressor. If it is a relationship that you cannot avoid, such as work, you may wish to find coping mechanisms, such as deep breathing, meditation, journaling, or exercise, to either start or end your day. These strategies focus on activating your parasympathetic nervous system, PNS, which decreases your blood pressure, heart rate, and calms you down. When we are constantly stressed, our sympathetic nervous system, SNS, is activated, and too much of that can lead to high blood pressure, heart issues, and long-term health concerns. The goal is to activate your PNS more than your SNS, to decrease the chance of emotional exhaustion and burnout. We want to exercise better at regulating our emotions, even when harmful, and our PNS helps with that. Finally, be aware of individuals and environments that trigger your stress. If you can remove yourself, great. If not, find other ways to refuel, such as the examples above, or engage in therapy or participate in relationships and systems that refuel your tank, such as Aaron. They have a community and they are in treatment. As you do this, be mindful of your capacity, your energy level, and notice when it starts to decrease, that might be a good time to take space and refuel. As you do this, you're also setting boundaries with your environment. As we close today's episode, I want to add that oftentimes it is what is unseen, what's invisible that brings us into therapy. In Aaron's case, their identity was something they resolved. Still, they faced a long history of emotional exhaustion, which, if left untreated, can lead to depression and physical health concerns. Don't be afraid to seek help for what's unseen because you still feel it. Remember, individual therapy is available. It can be helpful for those struggling with emotional exhaustion. This service can be provided by licensed psychologists, clinical social workers, marriage and family therapists, and master levels therapists. I want to thank you for taking time out for yourself today by choosing to participate in self-work. The road to mental wellness is not straight and comes with many turns, detours, and dead ends. Please stay on your journey, not anyone else's, no matter how difficult it can be. And finally, remember that you are worthy and so is your story. Worthy Therapy thanks you for taking time out for yourself today. The path to mental wellness comes with multiple challenges, and Dr. Worthy hopes that this week's episode made life feel more manageable and hopeful. Please remember that this podcast is not a replacement for psychotherapy. If you are interested in seeking mental health support, please follow up with your healthcare insurance or visit the links in the podcast description. For more self-improvement and mental wellness tips, please visit Instagram and search at Worthy Therapy. Be well, and until next time.